you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hi, everyone. I'm starting a new series I'll do periodically called Sustainable Ambition Quick Tips. And I'll test this out and see how it goes. And if you have any feedback on these and want to let me know, I'd really appreciate you shooting in me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. So let me know. Yes, these are great, Kathy. I love it. Please keep them going. Or, you know, I'd love to hear something else. Or the podcast would be even better if. So shoot me an email if you have any feedback as we go along with this series. I really want the podcast to be helpful for you. And I really love hearing from listeners. So just consider that. It's always an open door. So with that, back to today's quick tip. I thought I'd start this series by talking about sustaining through energizing. And that might sound a little contradictory, but I'm going to talk, that's what I'm going to kind of cover in today's episode. One of the things that I've learned over the last year during the pandemic, both through my own experiences and also through coaching and talking with friends, is that when we are feeling drained, the remedy to that and to add resilience back is actually not always taking a break or pause. And so this is where the contradiction (laughs) may come up because I think if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I am a huge fan of taking breaks and pausing. So it's not to say that breaks and pauses should not be a part of your resilience prescription, as I've talked about. And this is especially true if you are in a burnt out state. Oftentimes, pausing and creating space is actually in that situation exactly what you need to do. So that's what I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that here. This is for those of us who perhaps aren't in a burned out state, but are still feeling a bit of languishing or low energy, then what do you do to feel more like things are sustainable? And there is another lever you can pull. And that's where I'm talking about, there's a way to switch your energy from feeling drained to feeling energized. And that is to add an activity to your days, your weeks, your months, that is just that, that is energizing. So to me, it was actually an interesting aha. And it came to me because I, like I said, I was talking with people and they were having this aha where they were realizing, oh, wait, in order for me to actually start to feel better, it's not that I need to go and sit on the beach for a week. Actually, what I need to do is add some things into my days, weeks, months that are actually going to be energizing and get me stimulated and get me going. So that's, that's why this came up for me. So again, we often think when we are drained or lacking motivation, 
that we just, we need to take things down a notch when instead perhaps what we need to do is kick off a little bit of adrenaline, if you will. And it's not to say I'm, I'm really not advocating here like, okay, we need to go make ourselves crazy or get busy. No, no, no. It's just how do we add some things in that actually are stimulating for us or get us re-energized, get us re-inspired? So there's a range of things you can do here too that, that end up having this impact. So let me just give you a few examples from my own life and then I'll kind of rattle off a few more towards the end that are just some things that you can consider. But what's important here is to find things that work for you. That's a true, you know, kind of a consistent mantra around sustainable ambition is that there isn't one way. It's really about attuning to you and getting clear on what works for you. So Let me start with this first example because it came to me just this morning when I was able to get myself out for a run in the morning, which doesn't always happen for me. And so when I finally am able to do this, to get a run or a walk or to exercise in the morning and start my day this way, it is a great reminder that activating my own body and my system early in the morning is really valuable for me. It really energizes me. You get that endorphin hit early in the morning and it not only science has shown that it does increase your levels of energy, but it also can actually help increase your mental sharpness as well. So for me, I find that doing things in the morning, exercising in particular in the morning is, is super helpful. So I used to be much more regular about this. I grew up a competitive swimmer. I woke up at five o'clock in the morning for 5.30 a.m. swim practice all throughout my um, high school years, actually even into my middle school years is when I started swimming year round. And so I used to start my day that way. And a lot of my adult life, that's how I started my day. And yet my current schedule, I'm often actually, I'm on the West Coast. I often work with a lot of clients on Central Time or on the East Coast. And so it's not uncommon these days that my morning tends to get eaten up by work instead of having time for this exercise routine. And I definitely feel like it takes a toll. I, I don't feel as energized on those days that I'm not able to get it in. So That's just one example of adding something that's energizing to Wednesday that can really boost my mood and just, it carries on throughout the entire day. That's why I get so bummed sometimes when I'm not able to hold to this as a routine for myself. I just, it just makes me feel better every day. And again, that might not be the thing for you, but I'm just letting you know my experience with one energizer. Another example that I've told you guys about that I've just recently finally started this year is meditation and starting a meditation practice. And while again, a meditation practice is actually some, many would think is a break or a pause. And in in some respects it is, but I think maybe this is actually like a twofer because I think it does give me that sense of pause and reflection and calm, but it also, I have been finding it actually really energizes me as well. So a third example is 
doing an activity that stimulates you or inspires you. So for me, an example of this this year, so again, these don't always, these can be some daily things. These can be things that you put into you know, you're um, thinking about your calendar over the course of a year or 18 months. So I have may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but just in this context, one of the things that was energizing for me was I was lucky enough to go to London and stay with a friend for two weeks at the end of January. And that was a huge energizer for me to be able to go and be out in a favorite city, visiting museums, being able to be out in restaurants and coffee shops um, as safely as I could at that stage in the pandemic, Um, but also being able to catch up with a good friend and really have great conversations. Like all of that was really energizing for me. So adding that in as something that I used as a way to construct my time and my year was super helpful for me. So to stop, move from this sense of languishing coming out of the pandemic and really to start to get myself um, re-engaged and kick-started coming into this new year. So as I mentioned, I'm just going to, you know, share a few other ideas to see if it spurs any ideas for you. Uh, Another is like, go to an art exhibit and, you know, get inspired by an artist's work and really think about how that might be able to be applied to something you're working on or go to a lecture and be inspired by somebody's research or thinking on a topic that you're really curious about. It could be, you know, inviting now that things are opening up more, it could be trying to invite a group of people that you don't, you know, that are a little bit divergent, like maybe asking some friends and asking them to invite some friends who might be new people you don't know who are doing some cool things and like being able to share with each other and getting stimulated that way. It could be as simple as like pick up a book that's on something that's just completely different, completely divergent from what you typically read about or think about and see if it sparks new ideas for you. Or you can intentionally challenge yourself to try something new. You know, someone I know just started taking music lessons for an instrument they've never played. And so as an adult doing something like that, you know, it challenges you and it also can be a really energizing activity or thing to take on. So as I mentioned before, the important thing here with all these resilience prescriptions or things that we might do to help sustain ourselves is to make it personal. So I'm sharing some of my own personal things. I'm giving you some ideas, but I'd encourage you to just try something and that you believe will be energizing to you. And again, just want to reiterate to be sure this may not be for everyone at this stage. If you're burned out, give yourself the pace, space to recover. Yet, if you're like some of us, where you are starting to feel a little antsy or dull as we're coming out of the pandemic, or you're just feeling like you need a new spark or need some stimulation, I'll point you to add in an energizer. This can be a way to help us sustain ourselves is through energizing activities. So think about what will energize you, what will inspire you. So that is your sustainable ambition tip for today. I'd encourage you to take this tip and commit to one energizing activity for the next day, week, or month. What's one thing that you will do that will be energizing for you? And with that, thanks for being with me today, everyone. As always, if you have feedback, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, or 
want to let me know how this has even worked for you, please send me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. And again, another reminder, if you either have a listener question or you'd like me to address something here on the podcast, a particular topic, please please send me a note. I have an episode coming up in a series inspired by listener requests. So I appreciate you guys sending those in and I encourage you to keep them coming. Finally, if you're enjoying the podcast, I as ever be so grateful if you'd rate, review, and please share it with others. It really helps me to keep the podcast going and get great guests on the show with me. So thank you in advance so much for doing that. And with that, have an energizing day. Here's to building your resilience and making it all a bit more sustainable. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.